Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are live, NBA DFS Strategy Show, Friday, September 4th. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by Ben Raza. We are going to break down two-game slate, including the kickoff of Lakers-Rockets. Also, shout out to Yahoo Sports for being the presenting sponsor of this show. Ben, we didn't get to do this last week. I was saying the same thing to Laffy yesterday for Live Before Lock. I missed these shows because uh, we didn't have any basketball. It felt like it hasn't been forever, but now we back. Yeah, we back. Uh, yeah, a little speed bump last week, threw off the routine, but you know what? We're back in the groove. Uh, semifinals now, two-game slates are not ideal, but you can't beat these matchups, so I'm excited to get into it. Uh, I'm assuming you watched... The Celtics Raptors game at the very least. Um, I know you were grinding out some awful college football, hey. so I don't know how much of the the Nuggets game you saw. I mean, not that there was anything to see. Uh, no, I did not watch the Nuggets game. I have priorities: uh, sure. Central Arkansas and UAB, <laughs> where my head was at. South Alabama, Southern Miss. I did watch not the whole game, but I I saw what mattered. I saw Kemba t- tear down the defense. Uh, figured beautiful. This is going to be a clean sweep. Not so fast, my friend. So uh, I guess we got a series. We're not talking about that today, but unbelievable finish last yesterday. I got. I was like, what? Blew my mind. Blew my mind. I was. I didn't know what to like. What I was cheering for. Normally, I'm all about a buzzer beater. OG Ananobi was my second most exposed player yesterday. When he hit that three, it gave him the double double bonus on DK. So like. All things were great for that shot, but for some reason, I like desperately didn't want them to score, even though I had a huge stake in the Raptors and from a DFS perspective. Yeah, I def I definitely didn't want them to score. That that's for sure. I have Celtic positions. Uh, I was, as you can see, no owl in my background. I was traveling yesterday. I did not even play NBA DFS, uh, so it was just pure Celtics. We'll see. I think they'll still be fine, but unbelievable shot by Ananobi. You know what else is unbelievable? How bad the Clippers Nuggets game was. If you were uh, a Nuggets fan, <laughs> I mean, I I should have bet that game. That was honestly a mistake. I shorted Jamal Murray, which was easy, easy, easy. But same. It's just, I mean, you can look at it one of two ways, and obviously, then we'll jump into it. Some teams they come off like must win mode. We saw that with the Blazers, like they were in must win mode. Then they played game one and they looked great. Other teams, you take the exhale and you come out flat in that first game because you know you have a new lease on life. Yeah, it. I figured that like the gas tank was bare. We referenced uh, that was your prop of the day yesterday. Jamal Murray under on the points. Uh, Laffy and I were talking a little bit about that on NBA oh, Live nice. before lock. Um, this was the winning lineup yesterday. Two in the the hundred k to first twenty dollar on DK. Only two people broke three hundred. Fred Van Vliet, Jalen Brown, OG Ananobi. Paul George, Kyle Lowry. Those are all like super normal names. Yep. Then you needed Marcus Morris, Montrez Harrell, and Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap had five stocks last night. In a, yeah, I mean, in, in two-game slates, obviously like outlier things like that can get in there. Raw points are at a premium. Bizarro world, I this is confirming I'm glad I didn't play because there was no amount of lineups where I was coming up with that combo. No, not at all. It, since the playoffs started, playoffs, not seeding games, 
Here are Paul Millsap's game totals. 20, 8, 14, 35, 9, 13, 6, 33. He's either going to absolutely destroy you or apparently be the linchpin to $100,000. Pass. Full pass. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I did not see that one coming. Now, go Montrez as well. 19 minutes, 5 of 11 from the field. A steal, a block, a couple assists, some boards, and all of a sudden you're making some loot. But yeah, Paul Millsap, 9% owned yesterday. The linchpin to winning $100,000. That man played one entry. It included Paul Millsap, and he won $100,000 on it. Breakfast has got to feel good for that guy. Just straight, straight buckets. Uh, unfortunately, just shy of that $100,000, Tom J.K., Ooh. the other boss man, finished third. Okay. Burning those edges. Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Uh, didn't have uh, no Paul Millsap, unfortunately. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. All right, 161 people, 48 likes. You guys are getting pretty good at this. I don't have to badger you with requests right out of the gate because you know, I guess you probably just don't want to hear it. Unfortunately for you guys, you're going to hear it anyway. So <laughs> hit that thumbs up. It helps a ton. Subscribe to the channel, notification bell. You guys know the drill. Let me pull up ownership here, get it into the spreadsheet, and then you and I can talk about these games where oh, – are we going are you going to be okay to talk about the Bucks? Yeah, I'm glad that there was a buffer day yesterday where I got to lick my. So I was in behind the glass. We got Jordan Klein, and he knows I was on the PGA Late Show, uh, and it ended as Middleton was fouled. So I was racing downstairs. I had I was so excited. He made all three, and I'm thinking, what a what I'm going to get out of trouble here. Not so much. Uh, whatever. We're going to get into it, of course. Listen, if you're as good as they're supposed to be, you you still are okay. You got to win four or five, and that is doable. It, this one's big. Once again, but, yeah, big. That's an understatement. Sure. Uh, it's oh. the really curious thing for me is if this really does go bad, what do the Milwaukee Bucks do heading to next year? What is the what is the move to shake it up? Because I'm not entirely sure there is an obvious move on the surface. Chris, Don't you just Chris, fire Chris the Paul? coach? I don't think you can fire Coach Bud here. If they get swept? You lost to, like, Udonis Haslam in the gang. Like, get, no, you might be fired. Uh, I'd be surprised. I think that if they get swept, I think that Chris Paul is the starting point guard for the Milwaukee Bucks next year. I don't know they what that just does ship Giannis to the Mavericks and build the, the super team. That oh, would be incredible. It would be it would be incredible. Well, let's talk about it. Milwaukee Bucks one fourteen and a quarter implied total. Uh, Heat one hundred nine and a quarter. If you want to check out uh, the lines on these games, go to Odd Shopper. That's the place to do it. Yes, the Bucks have been five point favorites for all three games. I mean, the the public is certainly not moving that line anywhere. We appear to be pretty confident in the talent gap between these two teams. However. Miami Heat are up two games to none. So let's start on the Miami side since they are the quote-unquote home team. And we need to start with the two 8K guys. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. Butler, 27% owned on FanDuel, 34% owned on DK. Uh, Bam Adebayo on FanDuel, 55% owned because power forward is a thing. 35% owned on DraftKings. How are you feeling about the Miami guys today? Um, In particular, Butler, who has been... Jimmy Butler, I guess, for two games? He has. Um, I think in general, and, and listen, it's not to say that they they can't sustain it, and I'm not even speaking on the betting side of things, but Miami has started fantastic. I do think it's not overinflated, but pushed them up a little bit. And I do, I'm, I'm kind of tripling down here. I, I really think that Milwaukee steps up and and plays their best game of the series so far. I think most people think that it's now or never. So when I look to Miami, we only have two games that you don't have the luxury of saying, well, I'm not really on this team in some capacity, but I do think if I'm on Miami, I'm going to look to maybe the guys that we're going to get to the Tyler heroes of the world, um, maybe save some salary and certainly raise, uh, you know, the, the minimum, what we need, we can get bailed out with a mediocre game. 
Yeah, I don't have much interest in Jimmy Butler at 8,700 on FanDuel or 8,300 on DK. Um, it, I just for him to go for like 50 plus, like if Jimmy Butler pays off his salary today, it's probably three Oh, he, <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that, which is kind of, I'm almost looking at it like that. I don't think that's going to happen. And in turn, I yeah. think if, if the heat lose, it's very hard for Jimmy Butler to pay off his salary. Yeah. I, I'm not anticipating have much, having much Jimmy Butler um, on FanDuel. It's impossible to, get away from BAM fully 55% ownership is there. Um, that's just sort of the makeup of the position. I don't necessarily like him at that number, but you have to have him. There's no like fading people when you have to have two people at every position, 35% owned for BAM on DK at eight K. I don't want to be there either. He's, I have a hard time seeing him hitting like real big ceiling games because I think he's doing so much more defensively that he's just not going to be involved as involved offensively. Now he's still been good. He's, he's been a 1.2 fantasy point per minute guy. I just think that the, the tail on his projection is, is not as long as it normally is. Uh, any bam for you, any Goran Dragic for you, who's now above seven K, which is wild. I mean, he's playing like it, but again, it's a product of can he continue that? I, I echo where you're at, and Bam, and just in general with the Heat for me, they're a better team than a, a DFS team. They do a lot of things well that don't translate into DraftKings, FanDuel, or Yahoo points. Uh, so that makes it a little tougher. Again, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kind of repeat what I said. To me, that the superstars in the Heat are actually the worst. I don't want to allocate my salary there. I'd rather take some cheap pieces. Maybe Duncan Robinson gets going, hero, someone like that, and hope uh, you know they're the linchpin of a Heat team that I do think struggles. I'm with you. Uh, someone like Jay Crowder is a guy I have my eye on. He's 57% owned on FanDuel, 32 on DK. He's going to be a guy I'm on. Tyler Hero is going to be a guy that I'm, I'm getting to quite a bit as well. Uh, Kelly Olynyk is 3,400 on DraftKings. This is going to be fully down to the amount of minutes he plays. I gave him 13 would you be willing to go that direction, especially in a day where like, we're probably not going to have much BAM in the way that we're looking at the slate? Mm. I know it's not, I, not that appealing. It's not that appealing, but, and I, I don't, I don't really want to start doing where I'm like, all right, well, if this happens and this happens now there's a path, but you know what? We're, we are talking a two game slate and I, this is not, this is crazier than even Millsap, but at the same time, we just talked about how you you kind of need something. Uh, can he get in, into, you know, middling 16 to 20 minutes in, in some capacity? I, I do think there are scenarios there. He's a, he's going to be productive if he gets going from three. Different routes. I, I don't hate it, honestly, because I also think there's a chance if the Bucks. let me ask you this. If the Bucks wake up and they win by 25 today, you would, I would assume that would help Kelly Olynyk, would it not? Yeah, I would imagine. Um, you know, blowouts are a little different in the playoffs in that, like, you're probably keeping your starters in a lot longer into that blowout just because it's, you know, just in case you come back. But even still, uh, you have to assume that he would be picking up a couple additional minutes at the end of the fourth that he would otherwise definitely not get. Um, and I, I just think... When you're up 2-0, you're more likely to call off the dogs than if you're like if this if the Heat were down 2-0, even if they were getting beat down, they're gonna keep Jimmy Butler on the floor. But they'll they'll say, okay, this was not our day. We're up 2-1, I think earlier than most. Yeah, I think you're right there. Uh, if we're looking at the Yahoo salaries, and we should be because they are the presenting sponsor of this show, Jay Crowder at $17 is the guy that probably stands out most to me. Uh, a slight lean to Bam at 32 over Goran Dragic at 25. Uh, once again, still not all that interested in Jimmy Butler. I don't think that Kendrick Nunn gets enough minutes to really matter. He's 3,300 on DK. Uh, Derek Jones played a little bit in the last game. I don't think that that can matter all that much. Do you have a favorite option from Miami? I'm going to go with Tyler Hero. Uh, okay. He's someone that I think the minutes will be there in any game scenario. Great shooter, active. I, I think that he's the type of guy that can thrive even in a, in a bad game script. So uh, the price checks out for me. And I do want to just 
change gears just temporarily. We got a super chat and we always appreciate that uh, from Soldope1234. He had just a question about where he could bet. He lives in Florida. If you go to the awesomeo.com site and actually just search your state, we, we have a report for every state on what's where the, the legalization stands. Florida's working towards it. You don't have a ton of options, but go check that out. Uh, if there are any places, it will tell you, or you might just be stuck offshore um, for the time being. But we do appreciate the super chat. I love how easily you know sold sold dope as a name. What do you mean? It's like sold dope, like a drug dealer. Oh yeah, well you see, it's just not my day. Okay, I was like, what? What do you mean? I'm just reading the words. Um, didn't even go there. Yeah. Uh- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, there's a guy that has, you know, a, a name that's three separate words that is pretty vulgar um, if you read it properly and know what it is. Uh, and I've seen people like read his messages like, oh, there's a message from Lee. <laughs> it's just like, please don't keep reading. You yeah. remember when we used to do the Sims? <sighs> Not good. Not good. It, well, that was intentional. Well, like after once we turned it into a gimmick, that became Yeah, then it was dangerously insane. When it can slip through the cracks and just live chat, oh, it's the best. It's like, you know, Mike Roch on, we used to do that to our librarian in high school. Ugh. Poor librarians. I don't know how she got her job. I, it was really incredible because I used to always think, oh, this is so random. I can't help myself on, on today. It's, it's me and it's you. Like, I can't help it. I don't know how she had her job. And it used to make me think when I was in high school, who else interviewed for the position of librarian that she ended up being the best choice (laughs) like what else was coming through to make her stand out as a victory because it wasn't a victory it was it was a defeat for the entire school anyway it's not important we need to talk about the bucks um so like for the heat on DraftKings, jay crowder is the only guy that makes my top 10 i have four i have five bucks in my top 10 on DraftKings. And four as the best plays at their position on FanDuel. Let's start at the top. 10-6 on FanDuel, 11-5 on DK. He's 68% owned on FanDuel and 43% owned on DraftKings. How do you feel about Giannis today? I I don't want to say I always come in under because that would be a crazy statement. But there is a lot of slates, whether it's during the year or even in the playoffs, where I talked about with Giannis, he, he's so efficient, but when you're getting like 28 minutes, it, it's not really there. And there's other guys with ceilings. One of the things and Chad has already commented a bunch. We were talking about, I, I was saying maybe they fire the coach if they get swept, it's time to take the gloves off. He needs to stay out of foul trouble, but they also need to let him go. Uh, and I, I think they do here. I think we see Giannis push for more minutes. Uh, and if he stays out of foul trouble, I'm going to stay. I'm not, this is not a hot take. I think he has a monster game today. I love Giannis. Yeah, I gave him and Middleton 37 minutes right now. I can't go to like what it should be because I have to see that happen at least once before I can do it. But I still have him projected for 66 DK points. Um, I'm a little surprised that the ownership is as high as it is. I thought that the 11.5 price tag would really mute people here. Um, and thinking that like one of LeBron or AD might take a little bit bigger of a climb. But of the four guys that are north of 10K on DK, Giannis is coming in with the highest number right now. So that's also going to make a lot of really, really disgusting sub 4K plays come into play that we're going to need to touch on. Right. I mean, Kelly Olenek's at 15% ownership. We're going to get to it. Markeith Morris right now is at 31% ownership. There, There is... Just in the guys that I have listed here from 3,900 down, what the sum of their ownership is 186%. I mean, we're getting like a ton of dudes at 20%. It's gross. Yeah, uh, Giannis, it's, it's, it's is, Giannis is without question my favorite payup option. 
a little nervous about the fact that everybody's already there, but I want him before I want LeBron or AD right now. And Harden is not really on the table. Although I think this matchup is significantly better for him than it had been against the Thunder. Uh, next up, I think we need to go to, I was, man, I, I was really hoping this wasn't going to be the case, but unfortunately it is 58% owned on Fandle, 43% owned on DraftKings. He was my number one contender today. Eric Bledsoe is getting a ton of ownership, 5,600 and 5,700. I think it's just a price thing. How do you feel about Bledsoe or are you a, a Middleton or Brooke Lopez guy today? Who else stands out to you from the Bucks? I, I mean, Bledsoe actually thought he played well um, in, the, in the last game. If you want Bucks exposure, he's a different way to get it in terms of you're not paying, obviously, like $11,000 for him. So it, it makes sense there. I'm not saying I have a problem with the play, but I'm keeping it pretty basic. I certainly like him a little more on FanDuel, but to me, this is Giannis and Middleton's game. Like, just go and dominate. And listen, I Chad has every right to be skeptical that maybe the Heat do have their number, and if that could be the case. But if if the Bucks are going to get back in the series, I think it has to be with, with their two top guys. And to me, I'm going to find the money for them and worry about the rest later. Yeah, we're on the same page there. Although I'm getting to $8,200 Middleton is really, really hard. Uh, he's only at 25% ownership on DraftKings right now. To play Middleton and get another guy above him is really going to create some weird roster constructions. I don't know. I haven't really looked at what a balanced lineup would look like if you stayed out of the 10K range. So, yeah, it's the thing that's weird about that is there are no players in the 9K range on DraftKings. So like you have a dead zone and then you start. Uh, the thing I like about Middleton is he is really difficult to get into lineups and it's not just for you, it's for everybody. And that's yeah. going to be a deterrent. He would be more popular if he made an easy piece, but he doesn't. And for that reason, it's natural leverage. So Bledsoe, Bledsoe is one for me on DK. Giannis is two. Brooke Lopez is three. 5,700 on FanDuel, 5,600 on DK. Only 24% owned on DraftKings. Now, I know that's sort of limited because you can only play him in the center spot. You don't get the ability to increase his ownership by having him in that power forward spot as well. Someone like, you know, Bam gets the, the dual benefit. Do you like Brooke Lopez here? I believe he played 32 minutes in the last game. Well, let me double check that. Don't want to be wrong. He did. Yep. And I, I think Lopez is fine. He's been doing his thing. He's going to get some looks from three. He's been knocking him down, chipping in with a block and a steal, basically a zero with assists. But yeah, he's he's someone that if, again, he fits just like Bledsoe, you're able to get box exto- quality box exposure with a middling price tag. Uh, so no problem. Again, no superstars for me with Milwaukee. Uh, Lance Simpson in chat said, Giannis doesn't have that killer instinct to take over. He may have the numbers, but he has no fire. Um, It just made me think, I was listening to the Zach Lowe podcast with Kevin Arnovitz yesterday, and they were talking about how, you know, it seems like Giannis is really like reserved for the media. And someone told Kevin Arnovitz, like, it's not, that's not it. He doesn't believe that he should be talking about how good he is until he wins a title. Like, he just thinks it's like wildly disingenuous to chirp before you deserve it. I I, I think that he does have the fire. I, I really do. I, I think that we're just reading into two games too much right now. I, I want him to smash everything tonight. Yeah, me too. Um, and I, I haven't been a bit like, I, we were talking about this before the series started you and me uh, off air. And I, I was saying, I'm not the biggest Giannis believer yet but it's not for anything like that and the great thing is we're going to see it there is no excuse for Milwaukee yeah. like if, if you are this good and if Giannis is as good as he seems you have to find a way to play big tonight um so I, I'm not I, I'm obviously concerned I have significant positions on the Bucks in the series but at the same time I, I I think it's all in front of them and this makes the great spot for DFS is, is this buyback game three also, shout out to the man behind the virtual glass, Jordan Klein, for the $1 super chat for teaching yeah. him how to I, do I need a CSP all, yeah. upload. If the Bucks lose this series, I'm going to need my own show of super chat donations. 
Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, so this is where it starts to get weird for me. And that's the bottom of Milwaukee. Yeah. Trying to find additional value. Marvin Williams is getting 20% ownership on FanDuel and DraftKings. George Hill is getting mid-20s in ownership on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Wesley Matthews is 3,900 on FanDuel and 3,500 on DK. He has relatively minimal ownership. Now, I'll preface this by saying it's probably because he sucks. Yes. But I don't mind getting to $3,500 Wesley Matthews if he's playing 30 minutes today. Listen, he plays for, for the for the price tag. You're not going to find anyone else for the most part on this slate that's going to have these type of minutes. Now, in the last game, the 30 minutes is great. The two for eight uh, and four points, four boards, and that's about it, is not great. Uh, it's a risk-reward. Now, the thing I, I do like about Wes Matthews, and again, this is not really data-driven, but in, in my opinion, having seen him for a long time, if he gets going, he will keep shooting. Uh, and he could take – he's live to take – six, seven, eight threes in a game. And at $3,500, you could do a lot worse. So uh, I'm definitely going to consider him product of the slate and what I've already said about liking some of these top tier players. Right. And I'm looking at it like we see Markeith Morris at 31% ownership at DraftKings, essentially the same salary. Markeith Morris is a better per minute fantasy player, but it's not like he's a good per minute fantasy player. He's like a 0.75 guy. If he's going to get, you know, three times as much ownership, that's just a natural place to be a little different on a value play that, I mean, there's no telling what kind of minutes Markeith Morris gets in this sort of series. It's not like size is something that the Lakers are lacking. It's the guards that are the the tricky part for the LA side. So I will likely have more West Matthews than I will, well, than pretty much anybody else uh, on the slate today or anybody else playing DFS today. And I am super not comfortable with that. No, you should so be, gross. But, but you do have to think of it sometimes. Like you, if you had to set a line on Morris versus Wes Matthews, just point, you know, DK points or, or FanDuel points. I, I'm certainly not setting it where, you know, Morris is like three to one over him. Uh, and, and that's the, when you're talking about the ownership, that's the type of discount you're getting. So I would roll the dice in what I would view as like a 60-40 type thing. You're, you're going to come out ahead more often than not. So it feels uncomfortable, but I am I am with you. I will ride that death train with you. Yeah. There's a difference between wanting to win a GPP and picking out who you think is the actual better option for a given day. They're not always the same answer. If, you're a pick, if I'm picking in a vacuum, I'm picking Markeith Morris today. They're I want to try to win inverse right absolutely uh i don't know what to do with pat Connaughton and dante divincenzo the minutes don't appear to be there there appears to be very little confidence in either one of those guys divincenzo has gone from a guy that i thought was going to be like a key piece of their entire playoff rotation to quite possibly picking up a dnp cd so you know buyer beware there corver's been getting you know 10 to 15 minute runs he could shoot his way into being a, an okay value option, but I'm going to just try to bet on minutes. And unfortunately on a day like today, again, if you're trying to pay up for these guys North of 10 K, you have to start picking out these really mo- big moron plays sub 4 K. And like, so, if everybody's going to the same ones and they're also not that good, I just want to be somewhere else. So let me ask you this. Cause this is just a general question. Uh, this is a unique spot where we have a game three and then we have a new series. Do you think that having seen two games makes it where there's lower variance on both sides or as we transition, you know, to the other game, do you think the unknown makes it more interesting to take some dart throws because we don't know the rotations just yet? Uh, Yeah. So I definitely think that the Lakers Rockets game is a, a more highly variant outcome. I don't get the sense that we're going to see a ton of major changes. I can't imagine Miami making major changes that they should continue business as usual. I would yeah. imagine. I mean, look, Spo is a fantastic coach. Uh, I've said this for Nick nurse as well. 
I'm not going to assume that I can predict what they're going to do. That would be like, I'm just not that guy. They're, they're way smarter than me. So I'm going to just assume that like whatever they're doing is the correct idea. Um, on the opposite side, like anything could really happen with the rotation for the Lakers. I, I don't want to say that anything could happen for the Rockets. Cause D'Antoni's only going to play like eight guys one way or the other. Um, you know, could Austin Rivers see a couple extra minutes could because of like the size of the Rockets or something. Yeah, maybe, but or size of the Lakers, you know, try to get a little bit inverse, but I think I do like the idea of having a little bit more in that second game because of the unknown. The problem is I think that everybody's already doing that and maybe more than they should. So, yeah. And that's the thing. Part of it is evaluating what you want to do, but if it's baked into either the pricing or just how the field is viewing something, got to adjust again. Um, I, I mean, I, I have nothing else on the first game. I'm I, like, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That I'm tripling down. I do think Milwaukee finds a way to get this done today. We're on the same page there, and I, I don't really have much else to add on this first game either. Or And, like, you know, we've seen it twice. There's there's very little to break down now as far as I'm concerned. We all know what we think should happen. We know we, we want to see Giannis on the floor more. We want to see Chris Middleton on the floor more, the starters on the floor more. We kind of just have to wait and see if that actually happens because there's not a person on the planet that knows if that's going to happen. It doesn't appear that Bud is quick to that draw. It really has to happen today it has to like i, I i'd be barring foul trouble, how many minutes does Giannis minutes. play okay what barring foul trouble how many minutes does Giannis play today 40 okay i got it I, 450 like, people and 117 <laughs> likes looks good too <laughs> i had to get into it oh, we got some free content today do we what, what do we got so uh, this is your wheelhouse, PGA rankings. If you want to get in, you still have, what, 90 minutes before? Still time. Uh, yeah, tour championship. 90. There you go. Tour championship, 90 minutes to go until, uh, I believe that, lo- I think it locks at noon. Um, you can get Alex's PGA rankings. Uh, is Rory in? Rory has had a daughter, Poppy. Congrats to him. He is in, as far as I know. This locks at noon Eastern. All of these are good things. There we go. Uh, you guys are watching an NBA show right now. I assume this will be important to you. NBA rankings, player rankings, free today. Uh, if you were watching an NHL show with our man Jake Hari, NHL rankings are free. And if you're looking to play some baseball today, personally, my favorite piece of content that Alex puts out, his MLB top stacks are free today. That's the odds that each team could be the top stack, the top value. You get to compare it to ownership. I think it's the best thing that we have on the site. That is free today. So if you're dipping your toe into the MLB DFS water, that's the tool you want to go look at. Um, probably going to drop those links into... <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, I cannot wait. To... <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll get to it. Jordan Klein's dropping links to all that free content. Uh, another super chat coming in from who a person who is definitely not a drug dealer evidently sold dope thanks for the answer fellas josh my name is not related to dope made my account in middle school when i collected shoes so soul has to do he with knows. sneakers that's exactly what a drug dealer would say that's true mega mind genius uh but we appreciate it and yeah it's and i'll just say on my end we have a ton, a lot of betting content coming out. So I know, I know soul was talking about that. If you're looking uh, with college football coming back and some of these other things, get in our Slack, get behind the paywall, uh, awesome odds and odd shopper. We'd love to have you. And we'll be talking and the U S open tennis. We have some really sharp tennis guys who I've been tailing a little bit and uh, a lot of fun on that side. If, if you're into that. Yeah. You and I watched quite a bit of tennis this week. Yeah. We watched a a man play another man with one leg and it was still a battle. That was, that guy was hopping around after injury and he still almost won. 
That was fun. That it was, was once it was fun. over. It wasn't fun for me, sweating it, but yeah. Super weird. But anyway, we have one more thing we need to touch on, and that would be the presenting sponsor of this show, Yahoo Sports. Um, it's the only place you can become a baller. That That's the first thing. If you want to become a baller, you have Great to play plan. on Yahoo. You can't, you can't become a baller anywhere else. No, can't get those YSRPs either. No, you can't. You can get it up to $30 in those YSRPs if you use the promo code OSMO when signing up. It's just a really great place for you to build your bankroll. If you're starting to get into DFS, uh, you know, you see the the 150 max contests on DK and FanDuel, and that can be a little bit overwhelming. If you're playing a smaller amount of lineups, I I think this is going to fit you a little bit better. You should find softer competition. But the big piece for me, and I stress it a lot, but... I, I truly mean this. If you can find scenarios where you can spend less from a management fee perspective, or they run contests every day that have no management fee whatsoever, that means whatever they take in, it's going right back out into the prize pool. That's the best contest you can find in the industry, bar none. It's never better than that. Uh, saving your money, it's like not having to pay interest. You cannot beat it. I highly recommend you guys go check it out. And you can enter your lineups the same way. They have CSV edits and CSV uploads. It's nothing different. Salary structure is a little different. Something to get used to. Make sure you're paying attention to that. It's not just a one-to-one comparison. But you should be playing at Yahoo Sports. Become a baller. Get them YSRPs. Use the promo code OSIMO. And uh, choose Yahoo Daily Fantasy. That's true. I've been playing a little golf over there for a change of pace. And it's just, listen, it's different, different type of contests, different people that you're facing easy way to grind. Um, and you know what, obviously it's great to, to try to take some of those large shots on the other sites, but you can, you can take that money from Yahoo and then you have a couple extra bullets. Uh, so I suggest getting over there and giving it a shot. 30% of our viewers. No. Yeah. 30% of our viewers have hit the thumbs up. That's a really good number. It was like 10% yesterday for Lafayette and I for a bit. Wow. We had to, no, we had to get man. on them. It, it flew up, but yeah, 30% from we the get spa. to 50. What can we get? To, you're at a spa. No, the spa Saratoga known as the spa. Oh, so, I was like, yeah, what? yeah, this is uh, you know, me got to get my, uh, my beauty on, but yeah, let's see. Look, <laughs> I was about to say, let's see if we can get to 150 we, before I even said it. We just, they know, and we appreciate it. We really do. All right. Now this is the one we need to really dig into. We've got about mm-hmm. 25 minutes before we transition this one off to the MLB strategy show. We haven't seen this one yet. Lakers and Rockets. Lakers, pretty sizable favorites. They are six-point favorites now. They are the home team, as if that matters. Uh, let's start here. AD, LeBron James. AD 11-2 on FanDuel. LeBron 10-8. Flip-flop those dudes on DK. AD is 10-6. LeBron 11-K. Do you have a preference between the two? They're both owned about 30% on both sites. Um, Not a strong take, but for me, I think I would lean – to AD, uh, just someone that, cons- when, when we're talking about, you know, it's a new series, it's game one, there's going to be some unknowns. I think it's more on what AD can do. Not that he's going to struggle, but I, I do think there's some scenarios where they could really have problems and he could rack up a ton. So right off the bat, knowing what we know, LeBron is going to get his, but in a game one, I think that Davis is, is more likely to really explode than LeBron tonight. I do have Anthony Davis as the better play. I will be more likely to get Anthony Davis than LeBron James. My most likely scenario is going to be Giannis, AD, LeBron, Harden, um, with the first two ruling the roost. I don't really have much else to add here. Uh, The Rockets are not a great matchup for these two guys. AD in particular should thrive if he wants to. This should look really similar to, um, well, not similar in the way that the teams are constructed, but uh, there is not a guy on the Rockets that's going to be checking AD. He's monstrous in comparison to the rest of the Houston players. So uh, they he'll be able to do whatever he wants if he wants to. The problem is we've got just a sea of goons after this. It gets really, really dicey. So here's the ownership right now on the rest of the Lakers guys. Danny Green, 30. Dwight Howard, 14. Kuzma, 16. KCP 27, Caruso 27, Markeith Morris 31, JaVale 17, Rondo 14. I don't know what what they're going to do with Rondo's playing time. I have him in for 14 minutes. I think that if Rondo is on the floor, 
the Houston Rockets are going to be uh, the happiest group of people in the world. He is going to get absolutely eviscerated defensively against Houston. I think they play him clean off the floor in this series. That said, if I'm going to value plays from the Lakers, KCP, 3,800 on DK. I think that they are going to need him more than most of these guys from a defensive standpoint. And I'm going to Carusimo, Alex Baker. Nope, sorry, it's Alex Caruso. Look, I've never seen these guys in the same place, so I'm not entirely sure they're different, but debatable. KCP, Alex Caruso, and Dwight Howard are the three guys that I have most interest in. What do you want to do with the Lakers? How do you think this shakes out going up against the Rockets? Because it's such a weird matchup. It is. Um, I'm actually just going to pass back to real quick. So what you said, and I I agree about KCP, do you see a distinction between him and Danny Green in terms of not needing him defensively? Obviously, you know, they're going to get the three balls. Is it the slight, you know, price savings or is there something else that has you firmly KCP over Danny Green? Oh, uh, so I didn't mean it to be as firm as it was. So I I do like the $300. I think that is important given how many guys are north of 10k like i think every dollar matters on a slate like this whereas you know we've we've seen slates recently where it was kind of lighter so you didn't necessarily need to be as egregious i have kcp and danny green as fully equal i have them both at 39 percent implied ownership on DraftKings. um so ownership from the public will tell a big story but i i don't really have a preference between the two Okay. That, yeah. See, I thought you were like not on Danny Green at all. No, Danny uh, Green. I have sixth, and I have KCP eighth. So okay, and, and might I, as well be the same. I feel more comfortable with them just because I I feel very confident we get the opportunity. Like KCP is going to get his minutes, and he's going to get his three balls. If he makes them, it should be good. If he misses them, it won't be as good. Someone like Rondo, I have zero idea what they do with him in a series like this. And I'm not, I'm more willing to take, I'm going to go back to last game. I know it's gross. I'm more willing to gamble on my minutes. Uh, Like I've got Wesley Matthews. He's going to be seeing the floor. Rondo. I have no idea. (sighs) Dwight Howard. I, I don't really have a strong pick for me. It's the kind of situation. I just want to find a little extra money and maybe go get someone like Brooke Lopez. Uh, I, I just, I see a big distinction there. And I think I can still find ways to do that without overhauling my lineups. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if Dwight Howard is on the floor, does he get every rebound? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you, against this team, yeah. I've, that's what I mean. Like, if Houston's not having a great shooting day, then you could see some, like, really crazy defensive rebounding numbers for the Lakers, given their size. I mean, yeah, we... we I, I still, though, I don't know. I, I still think there's a lot of ways where going to Howard, not that it's going to crush you. I'm not saying that, but I also don't see a ton of scenarios where it's like, oh, okay, we're playing a a slate within a slate of only Dwight Howard owners because he's just in far and away crushing. I think you can survive that. And again, uh, the the appeal for someone like Howard is that he's at 14% ownership. Mm -hmm. Um, These are just some of these guys that are catching my eye that aren't in the 30s. do you have a, I don't have a really a, a Kuzma take. He's at a weird price. He's certainly not expensive, but he's not a, a pure cheapy salary saver. I, I don't hate it if you build balance, but ultimately I don't think I'm getting there too much. I assume that I will have 0% Kyle oh. Kuzma on DK at 5K. Um, I just, his minutes are the most tenuous to me they can pull him or he could be guarding James Harden. And I wouldn't be really surprised with either sort of outcome. Uh, You know, his minutes in the past five games that he's played 25, 21, 23, 21, and 30. There's this, you know, like I think 24 is probably like a pretty realistic scenario for him. And if that's the case, like I'm I'm just, I I think there are better options for $5,000 today than Kyle Kuzma. Like you want to find the money for like the Bledsoe's and types. Yeah. I mean, like I would rather just have PJ Tucker on the opposite side of this game. Okay. I think that makes sense. Um, I don't 
totally understand why Markeith Morris is 31% owned on DraftKings. $3,400 is probably the answer to that question, but that's that one's not for me. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. I, it. It's, again, and this is where ownership dictates some of my decision-making. If Markeith Morris was, if that ownership was cut in half, I would be considering him because I think I think there's paths to success. If a third of a large field tournament is going there, I will say, you know what? If that's what beats me, that's what beats me because I think there's a lot of times where I can kill a third of the field right off the bat, and that's pretty lucrative. There's a lot of scenarios where Markeith Morris does not get you there tonight. So uh, yeah. with that type of ownership, not there's no way I'm getting over it. That's for sure. One thing I'm really interested to see coming from the Lakers side, and this would be something that I would be ultra focused on any minutes that James Harden is not on the floor. I would be going out of my way to make sure that I had one of Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee on the floor, because if it's just Russ running the, running the team, I want a center on the floor so that getting to the rim is more difficult and I want him to shoot. So I'm going to be paying really close attention to the minutes that James Harden plays off, assuming Russell Westbrook is on the court for all of those minutes, because I think that the Lakers can really take advantage in those scenarios and get to go to their center lineups. That that will be the biggest piece of this game that I watch tonight. And these are the type of things that being game one, if you have a line on something like that, that's where you can buy early because right. every, everyone's going to see it and everyone's going to adjust. So I do think of the two games. This is the one to pick a couple narratives. Uh, we've talked on several shows about this showdown mentality. Pick a game script, build accordingly. And if you're playing a bunch of lineups, pick a lot of game scripts, build accordingly. The the Bucks heat, there are there are ways the game pans out. But rotation-wise, I, I don't think there's nearly as many permutations. We're on the exact same page. The, the Lakers can go all sorts of different ways. When they start trimming their rotation, I mean, they're, they're playing like 10, 11 guys. That, that's going to become eight at some point in time. And figuring out who those guys are that get trimmed and who gets the boost will be interesting. Maybe that's part of the reason that Mark Keith Morris is getting the jump. I don't particularly see it. The crazy part of this right now is that if Rondo really is 14% owned, that's like a really interesting wild card. <laughs> Again, wild. This is where you're. You don't want to take ten of those guys. Um, you're going to be burning money. But I, I do think the unknowns. And we'll we'll keep doing this. Markeith Morris. I know they're different positions, but Markeith Morris versus Rondo, like it, it, significant ownership discrepancy. I, I certainly like the Morris side of it, but at the same time, if if the ownership starts creeping where it's like, oh, I'm getting one fourth of the ownership. Uh, those are different type of roster constructions that I will roll the dice on. Uh, Jeffrey asked the question in YouTube chat, what do you predict Rondo's minutes for tonight? Uh, we don't have any sort of you know guess on that information. I went with 14 for right now. I haven't seen Alex's yet. Um, so it's probably in my best interest to pull that up quickly. I mean, I guess for me, what I, I try to think of it, what do you think? And this is a very difficult question, but what do you think the ceiling for Rondo's minutes could be? Uh, Alex projected it for 10, by the way. Ceiling for Rondo's minutes. Like, I was trying to think of that, you know, I was looking before the show, and I was thinking with Rondo specifically, like, is there any situation where he can push for, like, a significant, not crazy minutes, but but more than, you know, the 14-15 type? Probably. I think. Like, could he get to 20 minutes? Man, that would be wild. It would be. He would have to be, like, everything would have to be going perfectly for the Lakers for his minutes to rise that far. If he didn't miss those, so he was out and injured and then came into the bubble and then missed those last games for back spasms. That's concerning to me. Like, if this was just the previous injury, I would say that it's probably, like, he could get up there. But to have a different reason to be out and back spasms in particular, that is a bit concerning. So, you know, like I said, I have them at 14, Alex has them at 10, split the difference, call it 12. 
you don't want to have a lot of it. I think 14% on DraftKings is probably correct right now. Rockets will never get blown out. Yeah, wait until they shoot eight for 44 tonight. Yeah, the Rockets, uh, that was a struggle against OKC. They did manage to get it done, but there. Are, listen, we've seen the ultimate variance when they should have beat the Warriors. You live by the three, you die by the three. Everybody knows that. They, they live it, and I respect that. Yeah, there's going to be, there should be a game in this series where the Lakers basically can't win. Yes, and can't Because lose. the Rockets shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just going to shoot so many threes that like math doesn't allow the Lakers to make that up. 100%. Now, now we touch on the Rockets, a team that I'm going to largely avoid at the top end. James Harden, 11K on FanDuel, 11-2 on DK, $56 on Yahoo. He's in the 20s in ownership. I think the most likely scenario for me is that I don't have any. And obviously not a fun fade. <laughs> flat zero you're saying just flat zero or you're coming in under i would i'm assuming i get flat zero because i have to compare him to the other three guys that are in that salary tier and he's last for me so to to take a stand on one of them and get over the field means that ownership has to come from somebody else i think harden is the most likely guy for that to happen to i like him more than you uh i think lebron is the one who would get squeezed of the four for me and it's just because, listen, these guys are incredible. And I hate to say it like this. I just think with him, his range of outcomes is shrunk both ways. Like, I, I don't know how many times in game one, LeBron goes out and explodes. Whereas, you know, Harden's Harden. Uh, I, I like AD and Giannis more than them. I, I've stated that. But I, I'll flip those two for you. Uh, I think you have Harden, obviously, last. So, I think we're going to be on the same page when I ask this question, just from a logic standpoint. There are four guys north of 10K. We know there's a chasm underneath it. Do you think it's possible that two of those guys can be in the optimal today? I mean, clearly, yes, it is possible. Uh, Yeah, I mean, is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? I would say no. You would say one of those four will be in, right? One of those four, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, because... It's not just about, this is where it's a puzzle type thing with DFS. It's not just about their points. There's an opportunity cost of the Middletons and Westbrooks of the world. Whereas if they stay close enough, the salary trickle-down effect, you're able to bump up to like Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez over, say, Dwight, and you can't make up those points. So if two of them go for 75, yeah, obviously, but I'd say more likely than not, it'll be one of the four. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at as well. And if that's the case, then it becomes re, like you you have to start making choices. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be in some trouble. That is why I'm making the Harden choice. We have Russell Westbrook projected for 60% ownership on Vandal right now, Yo. which isn't like outlandish. He's 8,500. You have to play two point guards. I get it. He's at 48% on DraftKings. I... It would be hard to have less interest. Man, like, you're just hating on the Rockets. Well, would you rather have Jimmy Butler or Russell Westbrook? Jimmy Butler's $300 less. I I would rather have Russell Westbrook. Okay. Middleton or Westbrook? Middleton, Middleton $400 less. Yeah, Middleton. Okay. Um, 20, at, at half of the ownership, I might add. Yeah. L- listen, obviously on FanDuel, when you look at it, you have to take two. If you don't like Dragic... He's almost $3,000 clear of Bledsoe. So, like, if you're paying up, you literally have to pay for him there. DraftKings, you're going to have more options. I still can make room for him. He's an easier, quote-unquote, second man in rather than doubling up of two of the four, which we just talked about. And I think more people – the way I see the slate, and I know we're winding down here, a lot of people are going to, in theory, be like, I want, you know, AD and Harden. They're going to try to build – going to be tough and they're going to say oh i'll take russ instead because it, it opens it up on the bottom and that's where he's going to get a ton of his ownership i'm doing that same thing it's just more with middleton and not russ i think this is as bad of a series for russell westbrook as you can possibly find or he has a shooting game that doesn't look like anything that russell westbrook normally does because this is a spot where he is driving into a sea of long yeah, big bigs. dudes There is nothing for him at the rim in this series. Whether they're playing big or small, they're always playing big. 
if if it's not Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee guarding the paint, it's Anthony Davis, who's not exactly like not a center. I mean, this dude's a center that just doesn't want to be there. And, you know, we're starting to get into the time where he's going to be there more and more. I think this is really rough, rough for Russ. I think we start to see him deviate into old Russ because of this series, jacking up threes and shooting 28% like he is want to do. I'm going to steer very clear of Russell Westbrook on DraftKings. On FanDuel, I understand it a bit more. You're locked into that sort of construction of having to take two point guards. So I, I don't want 60%. I wouldn't even be remotely close to that number. But I understand that like he's not a flat zero because of the way that you have to construct your lineup. He is not on the table for me on DraftKings. On FanDuel, do you like him more than Dragic? That's a good question. Let me look. Because like to me, Dragic, yes. I, I would throw out first if I had to. I have Russell Westbrook ahead of Dragic on FanDuel. Eric Bledsoe is the clear top option. And then I think you could probably feel a little bit better grabbing somebody in the George Hill Caruso range or, mm. or George Hill or Caruso. There is no range. Uh, yes, than like, go, than are going there other guys? Yeah. Because I would just rather like, I would just rather have all of the other guys that I think are better. This is really as easy as it sounds. Hot take, Please. Russ gets ejected tonight. Okay. If that happens, come back in the chat tomorrow and uh, give me the lotto numbers. Russ is the type of guy that would come back like Bobby Valentine wearing the Groucho Marx glasses and the sidelines <laughs> or something like that. Or like he'd break out one of the, the digital fans and just sit there instead. He watches the game. Yeah, I love Russ. I really hope that he plays well, but we shall see. What do we do with the rest of Houston here? Covington, Gordon, Tucker, House, Green. I'm just putting these guys all in the same sort of bucket. Covington at 27% ownership on DK, 36 on FanDuel. The rest of those guys on DraftKings are like 7 to 12% owned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of crazy. I love PJ Tucker here relative to the ownership. I love Eric Gordon here relative to the ownership. And I think most importantly here, this might be a spot where Jeff Green sees a couple more minutes. Uh, given all of the size for the Lakers, I think that he fits this series a little bit better than he did for Oklahoma City. I've got him in for 25 minutes right now, and if that ends up being the case, uh, 8% owned Jeff Green is a real sneaky option in this series. Yeah, and listen, even in the other series now, you look at the end, but there were games where he was playing major minutes to start that series, and I, I don't think it's insane to think that we revert back there i mean look at those 32 37 38 32 and 31 um so again this is the luxury of having no games to look at it if jeff green goes out and plays 34 minutes today in two days from now on the show everybody's gonna be saying well jeff green got major minutes we don't know that added risk but added reward if you get it right yeah like we know how big the Lakers are that I think that you can see more of Jeff Green than House for this particular series. It's not like Jeff Green can't go out there and like be on Kuzma when Kuzma's the two. <laughs> like they the Lakers run some really weird stuff where sometimes it's Kuzma, LeBron, AD and a center on the floor. Yeah, Jeff Green's going to be able to find a place to be out there. I I think that he is going underrepresented and he is not one of the like vacant DFS performers. He's a 0.85-ish guy. He's not the the Wes Matthews 0.5 guy of the world. So 0.16. I I really like getting to the guys that aren't picking up ownership on the the Houston side. I I like Covington. I don't think that he is incorrectly owned, but people are already there and the salary has now taken a big step forward. And as a carryover effect that, you know, he won them game seven. Like... He is the reason they are here. Does it mean he can't replicate? No, but people are more likely to be like, oh, this is the guy who's playing amazing. Give me P.J. Tucker, Eric, or, you know, when you play like Houston, somebody's going to have a hot hand on some of these nights. It's very hard to predict two, but you know that one of them could hit six or seven threes in a game, and obviously that's going to be incredibly useful. P.J. Tucker, $12 on Yahoo, looks to be my favorite option there relative to salary. Danny Green on Yahoo at the flat minimum, also a spot that I would like to go. And just like that, 530 viewers, 183 likes. So let's just say this. Let's get that number over 200. You guys know what to do. Hit the thumbs up. We just went through an hour. Like, it took two seconds. I could do 
I could do this whole show over again and have even more takes. But unfortunately, we're kicking this one over to the MLB strategy show now. You're going to go watch ponies or what do you got going on the rest of the day? Yeah, there's going to be some ponies. Uh, Two quick things on my end. I know college football is a mess right now, but there are games starting Saturday. There were games last night. If you guys are looking for for some plays on both the DFS and and on the betting side, uh, follow us both on Twitter and get in our premium slack. I will have a Kentucky Derby write-up posted on the site right after this show. Some big races today, Kentucky Oaks. So if you have questions on that kind of stuff, hit us up. Uh, Just more people to the community, which is what we want. There you go, guys. 197 likes. It'll trickle over. I'll feel good about it later. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Best of luck on this lovely slate. Oh, man. I'm going to have a contenders video tomorrow morning. I don't normally do them on the weekend, but they've become really fun. So that's definitely going out. I slowly hear the music coming in from Jordan Klein. So again, best of luck. Watch the Derby. Rest in peace, eight bells. We're out of here.